You're listening to New Age Hipster Radio, home of spiritual rambles and high vibe combos. Always dogma free and a totally cool place to be. You can head to newagehipster.co for more spiritual awesome sauce. But for now, here's your host, Bix. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of New Age Hipster Radio. Today on the show, we have Emma Smallbone. She is a seer and an empath. She works one-on-one with SEER sessions and intuitive counseling. She runs spiritual development courses at SEER school, and she also runs a spiritual shop, and she is freaking amazing. I love her so much. Welcome to the show, Emma. Oh, thanks, Vix. I love you, too. Oh, stop. <laughs> it's going to be a love fest. Now, I adore what you do in the world, so I'm so excited to be here. I love what you do. It's so exciting to have you to have you here. Um, and I'm really excited because I feel like we've got a few ideas of things that we want to talk about, but I always feel like these conversations just go wherever they need to go. Exactly. Um, but the thing that we, we had a chat, when did we have a chat? Like a oh. couple of weeks ago, last week? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, we had a chat about something completely unrelated, but in that chat, you got to talking about trusting your guides, trusting your guidance. And some of the things that you were saying in that talk, I was like, oh my gosh, we need to talk about that on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I truly believe that once you come into alignment and even once you start to understand spirituality, we were just talking about this, you really do start to trust because it is kind of just leaving yourself up to that universal energy that flows through anything. And you've just got to allow it to happen, allow things to show up for yourself. And I think it's one of the pieces that people struggle with the most. Yeah, I know I have. (laughs) I still do. (laughs) Oh, I do. Every, I forget, like I forget that there's this other big thing, you know, that I don't have to hustle all the time because I'm already headed in that direction. It's human. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it like, what does it feel like to you to be living your life just trusting in your guidance and trusting the universe? Well, I mean, even today or even this last weekend, I had an event here. We're starting to do more social events at the Woo Shop. And it was just feeling like everything was right. Like, you know, people started to show up for the class and it just felt easy. There was no stress. I didn't feel overwhelmed. You know, a little mantra that I've been saying to myself over and over and over again for the past couple of months is just show up. Like just show up and be me (laughs) and do what I need to do in the world and everything will come into alignment And that's truly trusting in the fact that I already have all the knowledge that I need to teach a class or I have all the wisdom I need. You know, we're always learning, so I'm not saying that I know everything, but I I just feel now that I truly trust in my guides and I truly trust in spirit that you don't take a misstep. There's never a misstep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that so much. Like just show up. Could it really be that easy? It is. It truly, truly is. And, you know, I struggled for a very long time before um, truly coming into the spiritual world. I was a photographer for 23 years. 
And photography is all about schedules and, you know, technically getting it right. And you have to be controlled in a certain way. And, you know, what I do now is almost the complete opposite. The less I control things, the more spirit shows up. Yeah. I always think sometimes with, um, like people talk a lot about manifesting. Yep. And like, I feel like there's always like this missing part of the puzzle. Like everyone knows how to visualize. Everyone knows how to like take the action, but not everybody kind of like trusts <laughs> that if it's for you, you'll get it. If you're doing all of the, the things, you know, if you're, sh if you're showing up, if you're taking action, if you're asking for it, you're visualizing it, whatever, if you're doing all of that and you still don't get it, like, people think they're like a failure, you know, like, oh. oh, well, I failed and like, I didn't do it right. I always see this with manifesting because I, you know, <clears throat> it's taken me years to get to where I am for manifesting. But now my, I think my turnaround is like 20 minutes. <gasps> so just teach <laughs> us your ways, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of phenomenal. Like it's kind of awesome because I ask for something and then, Hey, there it is. But also sometimes you're not prepared for it when you, you're like thinking, okay, I'm going to ask for something and six months from now, this is going to happen. And then 20 minutes later that shows up and you're like, uh, yeah, I wasn't thinking that that was going to be <laughs> right there. So I, I truly think that is the key in trusting that the energy that you've even put into it yourself, like sitting down and thinking about what you need in life is actually going to come to fruition because you know how many times have you said well i you know or talked to somebody that has said well i've asked for a million dollars like five times and i i put the crystal grid down and i i did all this but ultimately do you really think spirit is just going to show up with a check for a million dollars yeah that hasn't happened for me no I <laughs> that's not so, how it works for me <laughs> no you know if you're starting out trying to manifest something that you truly know in your gut has no possibility of actually happening, then you might as well not even try to manifest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I always say to people during manifestation, small chunks, bite off something small that you can manifest in a month. And it's like working a muscle, just like when we start to work with spirit or we start to work with tarot cards or we, whatever it is that we're working with, you have to learn that art. You have to learn that craft. And, you know, you can't start off with like, who does a Celtic cross the first time they pick up a, a deck of tarot cards? Nobody. Like that's, I, it's overwhelming. I, think I tried to. Yeah. Oh, maybe try to. But you're, yeah. you're more than likely going to fail at it because you're going to be like, what is this? Right? Yeah. But if you start out with something small and build your way up, that intuitive muscle and that trust muscle, because I do believe it's a muscle, slowly builds up and then you're always trusting. Like now, I just trust that things are going to work out and they always tend to. <laughs> It's amazing, isn't it? Like the yeah. amount of the amount of books I've read on like how to manifest and how to like live your best and highest life. It's like, oh, if you just trusted that you would get what you need, 
uh, that'd be a really short book. <laughs> exactly. Well, and the other piece too is that, like I learned in your, and it's funny cause I'm horrible at online classes. So I will fully admit I have not taken your money class all the way through, but I think like the very first lesson you talked about that we're already abundant. Yeah. That what if we're already at the place that we need to be and essentially by wanting to manifest more and more and more, we're telling the universe that we're not satisfied and we're not happy, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's a huge key too, is how can you completely give up trust to the universe and allow them to show up and, and give you what you need when you don't really know what you need in the first place and you're not trusting at all that yeah. they will provide for you. Yeah, I find that I'm really good at manifesting when I stop worrying about like what I want. I'm doing like air quotes, <laughs> what I want, like what are my desires? And instead yeah. I focus on like, well, what does my soul need? Like yeah. what do I need to be able to live my life purpose and to do all the things that I came here to do? Yeah. Well, and I think that's, that's the real thing. And, you know, we're in this social media world where we see, you know, all these people that are like living the high life and they're doing all these amazing things and they're traveling, traveling the world and having a great time. But a lot of it's based on falsehood. A lot of it's based on like, Hey, maybe their grandma gave them an inheritance and they could travel the world. <laughs> it's not because they manifested that piece. And we start looking at things that aren't in alignment with why we're actually here. Mm -hmm. So then we start looking for things, you know, so many people have said, Emma, you need to open a re real retail store. And if I listen to that, I would be probably massively in debt right now. I probably wouldn't be making as many sales as I am. And I wouldn't be as happy because I would be so stretched for time. But when I truly listen to my gut and say, hey, I want to have an online store and I want to have a store that's open two days a week because that fits into what I want to do in the world because I still need time to do my, you know, seer sessions and I still need to time to be a mom. Then everything seems to come together because I'm truly looking at what I need as opposed to what, you know, the world is telling me I need. Yes. Oh, I resonate with that so much because <laughs> there is like, there's so much stuff out there. Like, um, cause you know, like you, I've been on the ma the manifesting path for like years and years. I read like all the books and followed everybody who's like, you know, manifest like a million bucks or whatever. Um, and some of that stuff's been really great and I've learned a lot from it. I've learned what works for me. I've learned what doesn't work for me, but yeah, it's like, there's so many people out there and like, I've done this too, like hands up. I've done this too, where it's like, you, you kind of get taught that, well, you can manifest anything you want and yeah. whatever you want. Like if you believe that you deserve it and you can get it, then you will, whether it's like a million bucks or, you know, a new pair of shoes or whatever it is. And like, just a little aside, like I know people who have manifested a lot, like, huge chunks of money. I know yeah. people who've manifested expensive shoes. Like it does happen. Yes. <laughs> but for me, like it works best when I am just in alignment with 
my own path and I let go of like, you know, you got to have a six figure business and you got to oh. like, you know, do this and do that. About that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and I, you know, I got so caught up for, for a while there, I was really caught up in the whole six figure business thing and like no, no judgment at all. Like if that is your, your soul's path, then you go. <laughs> yeah. If that's what your soul is, is here to do, then onwards. Um, exactly. Yeah. But for me, like that's never been what it was about. And I had to really like do a lot of work to bring myself back to a place yeah. like what, why did I want, like, what is my why? Like, why do I want to do this work? Well, and I don't know if it was the same for you, but when I lost my dad, everything changed. Yeah. You know, I'm losing somebody in your life, even as a seer, like, you know, I talk to people about their, the loss of their loved ones almost every single day, but until you're actually sitting in it and you mm -hmm. see somebody like my dad passed when he was 63, which is way too young. You know, I was expecting to have him around until I was a ripe old age and it really started to make me realize what am I chasing all of this for anyway? Yeah. You know, why do I need to have a cottage? Why do I need to have, you know, a better car? Why do I need to have these things? If, you know, when it boils down to it, my family is truly what makes me happy. And then I started to look at, well, if I want my family in my life more often, then I need to cut back what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You know, at the peak of me, like being in full on hustle, I was out almost every single night of the week doing group sessions on weekends. I was doing events or I was, you know, having the store open and there was just no time for family. And I, I do think that it's totally my fault. I totally ran away from it because I was chasing something that I thought I wanted as opposed to what I really want, which is, you know, a happy family and a happy home and a happy heart. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's so many people at the moment who are kind of coming back to that, yeah. which is really exciting. And I kind of feel like we had, we all had to, well, I feel like I had to go there. Like I yeah. had to go down that path. So that I could really like, I could learn some lessons from it. Yeah. I could see what it was like to be on that path. And then I could kind of remember where I was supposed to be going and go back there. Well, you know, and I love watching people be completely honest about it. And I'm, if you ever watch one of my lives, I'm completely honest about, you know, my experiences in life and even my experiences with my husband, you know, how we hate each other sometimes and how sometimes we love each other. And, Mm -hmm. I, I always look to people that are, you know, doing this, the same thing and being completely honest. You know, when you look at somebody's Instagram feed or you look at somebody's life and there's, there's no, I guess you can call it that shadow side. There's no bad days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, you know, there's a falsehood to that. And yeah. you know, why are we chasing a life where there's perfection nonstop because that's not human. We're, we're going to have days that are hard. And how do you deal with those days that are hard? You know, I turn to my spirituality and I turn to my guides and the goddess and, you know, everything that I can pull within myself to get myself back on that path to 
you know, just happiness and not necessarily monetary happiness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have I have a story that I tell people about, and I, I think it's probably one of the stories that I tell in um, the Money Love course, about how for a really long time I had kind of had this vision of like the abundance truck like coming towards my house, and yeah. um, I think it was like a Gabby B thing, and there's nothing like not dissing this at all because it works for some people you know you got to go to do what works for you um but i had this like little vision you know the abundance truck is on its way and like i'd sit in meditation i'd see this little truck like bumping along the road like oh it's on the way to my house it's really exciting and i kind of like held that vision for like a year (laughs) i was like where's the truck Yes. And then it's like, oh, I can't get, I can't get upset about the truck. I just have to trust that the truck's on its way. Um, yeah. And then one day I was just kind of like sitting, sitting in my house. I don't even think anything special was happening. I was just kind of sitting in the truck, it's sitting, sitting in the truck. That's exactly what was happening. I was sitting <laughs> in my house and I realized like, it's already here. Yeah. <laughs> like I wasn't swimming in cash and I didn't have like everything that I wanted or desired, but I had a roof over my head. I had friends and family and like loved ones around. I had food in the fridge and it was like, Oh, (laughs) actually I'm okay. Yeah. It was a really exciting moment. It was just like this, like this massive, this feeling of like, I am so abundant right now. Yeah, that was me. Uh, honestly, that was me yesterday. I posted a picture of myself and like the sun is all, I'm all backlit. I might as well yes. be like glowing. And uh, I was just like, I couldn't be happier. Like, you know, 20 women left here so excited to learn about sigils and candle magic. And people had come and bought, you know, tools to help them grow spiritually. And I was just so content And it's probably one of the happiest days I've had in a very long time. And it was because I had helped people. Mm. I had helped people strengthen their path. I had helped people, you know, even, you know, there was somebody that showed up to the shop yesterday that knew nothing about crystals, but she just wanted to start. She's like, you know, I don't need a lot. I just need like, what's the basics. And I was able to help her down that path. And I just, that's where I feel abundant when I can just take my life experiences and the knowledge that I have and help somebody else grow. I love that so much. One thing that, um, that really hits home for me about when I'm like trying to manifest is like, how will what I'm trying to manifest help others? Yes. Like for me, that's huge because when I start thinking about it in a way that like, this isn't for me, this is for, me to use so that I can like achieve my life purpose. (laughs) It does have like a really different spin. It's like, cause I've I've tried to manifest like cash amounts and it's like, Oh, well if I'm a millionaire, think of all the people I can help with all that money, but it doesn't have to be like that big. It can just be like, well, what do I need to manifest today so that I can be of service? Well, and the thing that I totally got caught up in when I was a wedding photographer, because I was like here in Ontario, I was one of the, you know, higher paid photographers and I was doing quite well for myself. But you get caught up in that. When is enough enough? Yes. You know, and I got to the point where it's like, I can't charge anymore. 
Like if I charge more, like who's going to pay me that kind of money to shoot a wedding? And the thing was, I was shooting these weddings, but I was like not completely fulfilled inside because it just never seemed like enough. And, you know, I was never achieving that thing. And now when I, I've totally, you know, leaned into the whole spiritual side of things, I'm constantly fulfilled. Yes. Because, <laughs> yes. Because I'm, I'm, I'm doing it for a greater purpose. I'm mm. doing it to help people to raise, like my whole piece is I want to raise the vibration of the earth. I want everybody to have a good day every day. You know what I mean? I don't want, and people are like, oh, but you're ignoring the bad things. I'm like, no, I'm just trying to bring everybody up to this place where, you know, my husband, I love him to death, but he's a complainer. You know, he's somebody that will look at a situation and be like, oh, well, that, that wasn't good. He built our house and our house, I love our house, but he sits in it and looks at it and goes, oh, I could have done this better. Oh, I could have done this better. Mm. And I'm sitting here going, um, this is my dream home. And <laughs> I never, like we live in a forest in the middle of Ontario. Like mm. I just, Amazing. and I think when we choose to see the positive in our lives, then more positive shows up. You know, you attract what you believe. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be a real like complainer and I still have my moments. Oh, we all do. I'm human. But I used to kind of like, I don't know, about maybe five years ago when I was kind of in, in the transition from where I was then to like where I am now, you know, like that sort of I don't really like the term awakening because I feel like I'm having an awakening like every five minutes. I totally agree. (laughs) There was definitely a big shift going on at that time. And I was just becoming much more aware of like everything, like of my, my words, my thoughts, like everything was just getting like, yeah, I couldn't ignore stuff anymore. And I was like shocked when I started to really notice like how much I complained about stuff, like how much I like bitched about other people with my friends. And it was like, wow, <laughs> like this isn't cool. Like who am I? Um, and when I, when I made the decision to kind of try to stop doing that so much, I felt like such a big shift in my energy in other people that I was with because when you stop bitching other people tend to stop bitching too um and it just changed so so much it's amazing how just trying not to whinge about stuff can like can change everything it can change your life oh definitely like I you know I wrote a book oh four years ago and it was it's the barefoot medium I have that book you have that book it's so good I love it (laughs) But in there, that was kind of my, you know, my first little tool that I gave people about trying to see things in a more positive light, Mm. you know, and because I came from a place of depression and anxiety and overwhelm. And this journey for me hasn't been an easy one. I've had to overcome quite a bit of, of the depression piece to be where I am today. But you know, when we get to those places, when we feel like we're abundant, when we feel like we're healing that shadow piece, we need to talk about it. 
But we need to tell other people that this is possible, that if you can just trust and keep moving forward and keep using these tools to, you know, raise your own personal vibration, there's nothing but good on the other side. Yeah. 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 I am like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't agree more. (laughs) Well, and that's... That trust piece, you know, that that piece that we started talking about, people ask me all the time, well, how do you trust? And, you know, I didn't grow up with a faith. You know, we were Anglican by the piece of we were born in England and we moved to Canada and that was the only place you could go and see British people. (laughs) It's at the Anglican church. (laughs) So, you know, on on Christmas and Easter, we would go. but that was it. And I, I, you know, my mom was very into natural magic and we were, I would say, we always used to say we were pagan, but I never had faith in anything. And when I first started tuning into spirit, and especially when I was developing my mediumistic skills, I had a really hard time because I didn't understand what having faith even meant. So I think it's really the perfect place to start is what does having faith mean to you? You know, for some people, it's just trusting that everything will work out. And for other people, it's more about having faith in themselves that they will remain strong and forthright throughout all the the stuff that shows up for them. You know, so is it that you have faith in something bigger than yourself or you have faith in yourself that everything's going to work out? And I ultimately just started trusting spirit, something bigger than myself, because again, we're human. So we will go to the negative place. We will, you know, worry about money. We will worry about anything completely possible, but faith or sorry, but spirit is just always there kind of pushing you in the right direction going, you've got this, you can do it. (laughs) Just show up. Yes. Just show up. (laughs) Yeah. One of the things that really helped me to, well, one of the things that helps me daily to have faith in something, um, you know, I call it God and my angels and guides and stuff, but we all call it something different. Um, one thing that really helped me to like develop my faith muscle was to like start to trust it, you know, like to just start to trust like the messages and the guidance and just to kind of, you know, when, when it says start a blog, (laughs) when I get that feeling of like, I should start a blog, then do it. And then you do it and then you see, Oh, people are actually reading this. This is cool. And then it's like, every time I have, listened to my guidance and taken a step forward in alignment with that guidance, things have become better. Yes. And so the more I do that, the more I have, have seen in my life that that's a good, like, that's a good thing. Like I can listen to that. I can trust that guidance. And then the more I've connected with that guidance, the more I've connected with the idea that this isn't just something that's going to help me, on a day-to-day basis, like, what do I need to do today? Like, how do I need to, like, how am I going to get enough clients to pay my bills? But actually it's so much bigger than that. You know, it's like, it's not just helping me through my day. It's helping me through my life. 
Oh, exactly. I tell people all the time, you know, they're like, I, tomorrow I'm going to speak at this business um, breakfast thing. And it's about using your intuition in your business. And it's really interesting because that's coming up a lot. Like people want to know from me, like, how do you just, you know, listen to that voice? And it truly is just starting, you know, just starting to listen to it. I, you know, I never thought I would have a retail shop. It wasn't even in the plan in any way, shape or form. And one day I was going to buy some crystals for my clients because I would give them crystals after sessions and they had salt lamps. So I, I put on Facebook, hey, who wants a salt lamp? And a hundred people said yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And immediately I just went, huh, I guess I'm opening a store. I didn't think about it. I didn't, you know, worry about profit margins. I didn't think, how am I going to make this work? I just went, that is a clear sign that people want me to sell them these lamps. So that is what I'm going to do. And that was really the first product that like kicked off my retail shop. And then from there, it's been, you know, spirit shows up and shows me these lovely little pocket goddesses and says, you need to have those in your life. And those become, you know, a big seller. I don't search anything out anymore. I, you know, it's not like I'm sitting back and resting on my laurels and hoping mm. things show up, but I'm aware. I see things in a different way and I don't worry anymore. I think worry kills manifesting. Mm. Worry kills your intuition. Um, you know, I, yesterday I have a lot of people come to the shop and, you know, they kind of get like mini lessons, but a lot of them are, you know, I pull cards and I see what it means, but I don't, I don't believe it. Like I, I'm worried I'm going to pull the wrong card or I'm worried I'm going to do the, the, or say the wrong thing or think the wrong thing. And, you know, it comes down to just trust, trust that those cards that you pulled that day mean something for you in that moment. And don't give it anything bigger than that. Just allow it to be what it is. Yeah. Is how do you, you know, your when you're working your intuition muscle, what does that look like for you? Yeah, it's hard to it's really hard to explain it. <laughs> like in in words. Um yeah. but yeah, I I think one of the things that really that's really helped me with the whole the whole trust thing and like you touched on it when you're talking about worry is to trust that like even if I am sent on this path to go and like do this thing and have this experience or whatever and like it appears to like not turn out you know when we have those times when it's like oh but I listened to my guidance and then that thing happened and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be or it didn't work out um is that every time I've done that like and it has appeared to not work out it's always taken me somewhere else yes and I think like because for, for me, I, I got into that energy too of like, oh, I can't trust my intuition because, you know, I was trying to manifest like 
you know, this amount of money or this many clients and I only got like half of that. So therefore like, you know, I should quit my job and like go and do something else. Um, But then when I really tune into it, it's like, well, this is part of the experience. Part of the experience of life is trying to manifest something and not getting it. (laughs) So you have to experience that. And it's like, oh, okay. Like maybe I should just trust that this is a lesson and this is something that I need in my life. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. If I always say, if you're hitting your head against a brick wall over and over and over again, it's because it's not meant for you. Yeah. You know, if you're wanting to achieve something, like I have this yurt dream. I want a yurt in my backyard. So and it's cool. so funny because I could go to the bank today and get a loan and buy one of these yurts it it's that easy but there's something inside of me that's saying like not yet now is not the time mm-hmm. you know and so many people have been like where's your yurt you've been talking about this yurt for years <laughs> and <laughs> i really do think it's because it's not it's not the right timing and i truly trust that i think if i were supposed to have this yurt it would have all lined up already Mm -hmm. It would have been easy. It shouldn't be hard. So don't force it to happen. You know, I keep saying to my guy, I'm like, once my debt is because I own a retail store. So you hold like a lot of debt, like a, like a stock. So I'm like, once that's down below a certain amount, that's when I'm going to get my yurt and it'll never go below that number. Mm. And I'm just like, why is it like it hovers around this one number? I always have to buy stock and then I sell stock and then I have to buy it. And it's always around the same amount. And I know it's because they're just saying now is not the time. And I find it really um, freeing. And I don't have a lot of worry in my head anymore. And I don't have a lot of stress in my life anymore because I know something bigger than me is taking you know, taking the reins a little bit. Mm. So, and that's where I've learned to have faith. You know, when I was younger, everybody had this, like, you know, I believe in God and I believe that he exists and I believe, and I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> I told that because I grew up, grew up in a very, a very Christian community. And I'm like, I can't, I can't wrap my head around this. Cause I was all like all science. And now I just have to believe. And like you said, we all have something, whether we call it God or whether we call it spirit or whatever it is, it's the same piece. So find that thing that you can believe in and allow them to guide you. And whether that's, you know, your power animal or your totem or your, your guide, you know, people believe in unicorns, like believe in unicorns. If you think your unicorns are guiding you in the right direction, like just be full into that. Because it shouldn't be hard. I'm not saying it's easy, but it shouldn't be hard. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I feel that so much. Like sometimes I just, you know, sometimes when I'm like not trusting and I'm getting myself all like tied up in in knots and stuff, I always just kind of hear this voice in my head that's like, do you trust us or don't you? (laughs) It's like you you trust us sometimes (laughs) when when you're getting what you want. (laughs) Um, and you know, everything looks like how you expect it to look. It's all like, yeah, I believe in my guides and angels and I believe that everything happens for a reason. Everything's cool. And then as soon as something bad happens, it's like, 
hmm, <laughs> why aren't you listening to me, guides? Like, why have you, why have you forsaken me? It's like, well, yeah. you trust us or don't you? And exactly. Yeah. Well, and the pieces too, the thing that I always forget, there is no light without the dark. Mm-hmm. We need to have those moments of like, oh no, like what just happened for us to truly enjoy the moments of pure joy. Yeah. You know, I've gone through a little bit of a struggle for the past two years with relationships and with my own, like, you know, I I guess I would say like inner demons and it's been a struggle for me in relationships. And now when I have these, like yesterday when I was standing in that sunshine and I was just feeling so light and so good, it makes it 10 times better because I can look back at, oh, remember where I was a year ago? Mm -hmm. You know, I think both of those are so very important. I had to come through a hard time so I can truly enjoy where I am right now. And, you know, some people like, don't live in the past, don't allow it to drag you down. But I think we also have to let that show us that, you know, you can't, you're not always going to be in the dark. You're not always going to be in this place where you're not feeling satisfied or you're not feeling like you're manifesting. It's always going to get better. Yeah. I feel like so many of us don't do that enough. You know, like we're so busy manifesting and trying to call in like the next thing that by the time the thing that we were trying to call in like a couple months ago arrives, it's like, Oh cool. Yeah. That's arrived now. Okay. What's the yeah. Next? <laughs> yeah. Just move on. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh cool. Like that's here. Yeah. Whatever. Like I'm not even worried about that anymore. It's like, Whoa, like we put all of this effort into manifesting something and then it's like, Where's the gratitude? I know like I did that with, with my business a lot, you know, cause it's like you get, you get so caught up in it and you're like, Oh, I got to like make enough money to pay the bills yeah. and I got to eat and I got to make sure everything's working and I got to be showing up that like sometimes amazing things can happen and you're so busy, like trying to like keep up and like that hustle energy, like what you were talking about before, you're so in the hustle that when something really cool happens, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't have time to look at that right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it's, it's like my book. Like I sometimes forget that I'm an author, mm. a published best-selling author. And you know, that blows my mind. It's I, know, kind of- and, <laughs> I was just going to say, you should totally put that somewhere like really obvious on your website because I just pulled your, <laughs> just pulled your bio off your website. For it's like, Oh my God, I totally forgot that you had, like a best-selling book. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I I think it's just because for me personally, spirit moves me so fast that sometimes I'm on, like I've already accomplished four projects and I'm into the next one. Yeah. And I don't even have time. You know, I can't imagine what it looks like from the outside. (laughs) It's from like (laughs) my little journey that's going on. I'm like, holy cow, how many balls do I have in the air? And like, how am I even making this happen right now? But, you know, I'm enjoying it. I love this, this feeling of, I know that there's a greater purpose for me being on this planet. And I know that I'm headed in the right direction. I'm going to enjoy it as much as I can. And then like, 
last week I pulled the hermit card, the repose card. Like, you know, it was really just like saying to me, can you just take a breath and like <laughs> acknowledge where you came from? Yeah. So you know that you've actually already achieved, you know, 97% of everything that you've wanted to achieve, which is so true. And that is hugely missing in this whole manifesting piece mm. is the gratitude. Yes. You know, the more I say to spirit, like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for helping me create this life that I live because you know, the life that I had even five years ago was not the life I wanted. And the one that I have now, I just sit back and think, how is this even possible? You know, I go in and I do readings two days a week. I talk to cool people on Mondays. I, you know, have my shop open on Sundays. I, you know, I have a, an online group. There's like 900 people in there that constantly talk about the woo and I just feel so supported and so taken care of, not just by spirit, but by my community. Yeah. And that's how it should be, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Like we're all trying to like hustle, hustle, hustle for more money so we can have more things <laughs> so we yeah. can have better pictures on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, but I feel like it's shifting, you know, I feel like so many more people are having these conversations, which is really exciting. Well, and it wasn't that long ago that I was like, you know, bottom line, how much am I making a month? And let's, you know, I even allowed somebody to convince me that I needed to like add, and you should as a small business person, but (laughs) I choose not to do this as much in this business. Like at the end of the month, add everything up. And look at, you know, exactly how much you made and then set a goal for like 2,000 more or 6,000 more. Mm -hmm. And I just found when I focused on that monetary piece, you're never satisfied. Yeah. You're never like, oh man, I didn't make the extra $1,000 that I wanted to make this month or I didn't make, or I didn't sell as many seats in that course as I wanted. And then you're constantly disappointed. And then you go, well, spirit, why aren't you showing up for me? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they are, because look at all the amazing stuff that they're allowing us to do in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in that place a few times myself <laughs> <laughs> where it's like, oh, you know, this is what I made this month. And um, yeah, I could totally do more. I could totally make more. Like, what can I do to make more money? And um it's always like my, my partner who kind of brings me back to earth at those times, which is really great that he's around, but he's like, why? <laughs> like just so simple, you know, like, yeah. Why? I have a very grounded <laughs> partner too. And it's awesome. It's like, yeah. He's like, you're doing enough. Like what you're doing now is enough. If you like, you know, if you yeah. want to do a new course or you want to create something or you've got like that inspiration to like put something else out there, then, you know, go and do that. But, in terms of like working yourself into the ground for, you know, Oh, well I earned this much this month. If I just hustled a bit harder and worked a few more hours and, you know, it's always like a few more hours always ends up being like a lot more hours then I could earn like even more. And then at the end of that month, like you've spent all your money anyway, (laughs) your bills and like a couple new decks or whatever. (laughs) And then you're like, Oh, now we do it all again. (laughs) 
exactly. Well, you know, I had a moment with my husband and, you know, social media, what you and I do is incredibly important. Like we need to stay present. We kind of have to be on there hustling all the time and showing people what we're doing and connecting, doing all of those things. And I think it was probably two, three months ago and I was sitting on my phone and I was doing some posting. I was working. I wasn't just scrolling. And my husband said, he's like, you know, I'm sometimes, well, he didn't say sometimes. He's like, I'm jealous of your phone. (laughs) You have a better relationship with your phone than you do with me. And in that moment, and I'm not a huge, like, I don't sit on my phone a lot. I don't actually find it enjoyable unless I'm like working. I'd rather be on my computer or like, like, I just don't love my phone. But in that moment, I was like, oh man, I need to put this thing down and start doing this with my family, right? Mm -hmm. And being present in the moment. And since then, we've had so much joy in our house. So, you know, it comes a certain time of day and the phone goes away and I'm present and I'm, you know, creating abundance in my family yes, and in my relationships, not just in finances. Yeah. Yeah. Like your, your phone. Well, I know like when I'm scrolling, it eats up so much time. Like, yeah. Like I go on just to check one thing, you know, Oh, I'm just going to check something. And then before I know it, it's like half an hour has passed. I'm like, what even just happened? I know. And you've got <laughs> decks of cards. That's my <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I'm I, really bad. Yeah. I actually mentally had to say to myself the other day, like, you need to stop buying cards. Like, I, I think I had had a week where I had bought like six decks. Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm like, that's <laughs> my dream week. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I always, I always say the joke. I think I opened a metaphysical shop just so I could buy decks. Have all the decks. That makes so much sense. You're making me think maybe I need to open a shop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I have a really, I have a bad addiction. What are your, what are your favorite decks at the moment? Um, you know what? The luminous spirit, which is really Mm. funny because that was a a deck trade and I traded a deck with a girl from the States and she's like, yeah, I'm not really into this deck at all. And I sent her the animal totem tarot, which she had been dying to have. And it has been the best deck I have ever used. It is so freaking accurate. And I don't know if it was because it was a trade and energetically there's something more in it. Um, but yeah, I just also got, because they came into the store, the Work Your Light Oracle deck, which yes. I'm loving, and the Divine Feminine Oracle mm. from Megan Watterson. I bo- got both of those last week, and the art on them and the energy is just awesome. Yeah, I haven't been able to put the Work Your Light Oracle down. Like, it's, <laughs> it, like if I'm at my desk, it comes to my desk. If I'm at my altar, it goes to my altar. Like, it just sort of like comes with me everywhere. <laughs> I know I've got so much, and it is horrible. I have like this, like Mary Poppins bag. It's massive. <laughs> like you could probably fit like 20 decks in there. Uh, and yeah. I'm that person that like, will go out for lunch and I'll bring four <laughs> yeah. decks and like three books and 
I never look at them. I ne- they just have to be with me. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I feel that. I feel that a lot. I just bought um, the fifth tarot. Have you used oh. that? Yeah, it's this deck that I just, I just found it because um, I'm doing High Vibe July at the moment, like the yes. July hashtag, and somebody shared the picture of that deck, and I was like, you know, when you see a deck and you're like, like it sounds like a chorus of angels is like is yes. singing and you're like what is this suddenly I'm like so like there oh, um, no. and then I, I had a look through like well I googled it and looked at loads of images and I watched a couple of videos and then I looked at all the hashtags for the deck and Alana Smorissette uses it oh my gosh yeah and I was like okay <laughs> I'm gonna have to get this deck and then I like I tried to manifest it I put out like everywhere on the internet i was like does anyone have this deck is it is oh, I saw you. yes <laughs> um and i didn't get any reply from anyone and i thought you know what i'm just going to spend the money and buy it because yeah. it, was, it was quite a lot of money like it was a lot more than what i would usually spend on a deck yeah. uh, but then i've manifested a lot of decks too so nice. i'm like you know what i'm just gonna i'm just gonna buy it i have the mo- i have the abundance i have the money to pay for it. Well, and that's the other thing that I've noticed too with the whole abundance piece. I come from, you know, lack. I was born, like we did not have a lot of money growing up. I put myself through college. I scrimped and saved after school. You know, I barely could pay my rent every month. And I have constantly lived in this mindset of, I don't have the money for another deck of tarot cards. I can't buy myself something. I don't deserve this. I'm not worthy enough. And, you know, I think sometimes it is just buying yourself that deck of cards so you can feel abundant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or, or buying yourself a new t-shirt with a silly saying on it so you feel better about yourself. Like, and doing it because you know, you want to feel good and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I like, because I looked at buying this deck on like from the people who make it, but they're in the U S so yep. you have to like basically double the cost to get it shipped yes. to the U S and yep. then you always get stung with the customs fees. Yep. So then it's like tripling the, <laughs> tripling the price of the deck. Um, and then I saw one on eBay and it was, probably almost the same price that it would cost to get it shipped from the U S but it's just around the corner. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, maybe that's my deck. And then I like, I checked, you know, I checked everywhere to see if I could get it cheaper. And it's, it, it is really interesting because it's like, what's going on with your, with your lack, with your yes. lack stuff and your abundance stuff that you are like, I'm just going to see if I can get it cheaper. I'm going to see if someone will give it to me or whatever. It's like, there's money in my accounts. <laughs> It's okay for me to buy yeah. something that's like literally blown me away. And I'm just, I couldn't stop thinking about that deck for like two days, you know? Yeah. It's like, why am I not just buying that for myself? Now here's the, the, the thing to it. Cause I've had this happen several times. You see that deck online, you feel totally drawn to it. You want to have it in your hands and then you get it in your hands and you're like, Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, you can't connect to every single deck that you buy because that's just, I just don't think that's possible. But, you know, I have so many decks that are sitting on my shelf that I so desperately want to be the deck. 
and I can't make it happen. Sometimes I find they come back around though. Like yeah. I've had, I've had that before where I've got a deck that I really, really wanted and it felt like so amazing. And then I got it and I was like, kind of, you know, did like an unboxing video or something and then put it back on the shelf and then forgot about it for six months. And then yeah. suddenly it was like, Oh, now it's time. Now it's our time together. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm always, people are like, how come you pull from so many different decks? And I'm like, cause I love them all. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't imagine just having one deck. It's, it's a, I mean, it is my work, so I'm allowed to like, you know, have tools of the trade. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking with this deck too, was like this, cause it feels like a deck that's going to really, um, it just feels really in alignment with like where I'm at right now. Cause yeah. some, of the, some of the decks that I use are decks that I've been using since I started my business, you know, like right. four years ago. Um, not that there's anything wrong with them, but it does kind of feel like, Oh, maybe it's time for, a change like I've changed so much in that time I know. Um, but yeah well, and like, I find this is my too, job like you can buy something for your work <laughs> I find too I don't know if you're the same but when I go to read for somebody spirit already shows me what deck of cards I'm using yeah. before yeah. the session starts yeah. and sometimes they'll be like yeah you don't have it and I'm like what do you mean I don't have the deck <laughs> So then I've got to like, you know, kind of pick the secondary deck that my client needs to work with. And it, I mean, they're still going to get an awesome reading. Like it, it has nothing, but they're like, here's the, you need, and if they keep showing me that one deck that I don't have in my collection, then I'll usually buy that deck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's funny because, you know, I used to let my clients pick the deck and then I used a pendulum to pick the deck. And now it's just, I hear the words or see the image before the session. Yeah. And that's a trust piece, right? Yes, like, yes, yes. Yeah. Like allowing, like using your trust in that way. Like people always ask me, well, what crystals should I get? And I'm like, well, what does your gut say? I, and I always tell them, don't read the definitions, mm, what mm -hmm. you're drawn to, and then read the definitions and yeah. see if it resonates. Yeah, I always do that now with crystals. Like when I first started crystal shopping, I was like, oh, like, yeah, what does this one do? Um, yeah. And now I, I will like pick them. Well, I pick them up and then I've decided already I need this. And then I will ask the person at the shop if I don't know what it is, like, what is this? <laughs> but I'm getting it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm really bad because like I'll come home with like massive crystals and I don't have a ton of big ones, but my husband will be like, so how much did that cost you? I'm like, I don't know. It's a business expense. It's for the shop. <laughs> it was oh. needed. Amazing. It told me it needed to come home with me. They do that though. They do. They really do. They do. Oh my gosh. Oh, this has been the best chat. I feel like I don't even know what we talked about now. We I know about so many things. Yeah. And then we just went down the rabbit hole of like, what's your favorite deck right now? What is your favorite deck right <laughs> well, now? I mean, two people that pull cards for a living. Yeah. That, Where are we going to go? Going to go there. What's your, if you did have to have like, just if someone was like, we're going to take all your decks except for one, which one would you keep? Oh. that's too hard I'm sorry <laughs> no it's not I can't it, believe I asked you that um okay I'm looking at my shelf and I can't this is horrible I can't remember the name hang on 
it's the wildwood tarot. Oh, you know, I got that. That's one of those decks that I got like six, seven months ago. And yeah. I was so, so drawn to getting it. And I haven't really used it. And it's funny, that deck I have had for probably 15 years. And it's the one that, like, I can't even remember. Like, I remember the name, but, like, it's not something that sits in my head all the time. But when I have a really tough decision to make or I have big shifts happening, that is always the deck I go to. And it's always bang on. And it very much, like, for me, it's so rooted in like that earth-based magic mm. that it just speaks to my soul yeah maybe i should get it out <laughs> <laughs> well and that's the thing i pull it out like once in a well i've had it out, i had it out last week pulling cards um but yeah i i always go to that one i don't know i think it just brings me back to reality Mm. you know all the other decks are so high vibey right now like I, I feel like they're up in the clouds you know like Rebecca's is so high vibe and and even the luminous spirit one that I use a lot is super high vibey but I feel like that wildwood tarot just pulls me back to the earth and I know that that's what spirit ultimately wants I mean I live in a forest <laughs> I, I'm surrounded by deer and coyotes and foxes and, and, you know, I, I live a very, um, nature based life and I just feel like that card deck just says it all. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I might need to get it back out. I, when I, <laughs> when I have used it, I, I feel like it really helps me connect to my ancestors, like ancestor yes. energy in a big, big way. Oh, now we could go down another wormhole. I'm doing a talk tomorrow with somebody about past life stuff. And oh my gosh, right now I am so in this like ancestor energy and I just love it so much. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's our next podcast chat. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> this has been awesome. It's been such a joy to have you on the show. Do you want to tell everybody like where they can find out more about you, like sure. what you do, like yeah. what you want to share with us. Well, my website is emmasmallbone.com. Through there, you can find a link to the shop, but the shop is also the wooshop.com. Um, I do have a um, free group online where we talk about the woo all the time called Woo Culture. So find us on Facebook. Um, and on Instagram, I'm at Emma Smallbone and at the Woo Shop. So, so many ways to find me. <laughs> and I will put all of your links um, in the show notes. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, you can just head to the show notes and you'll see find the links there. And there will also be the links over on the blog. So if you're listening to this from the, well, if you're listening to this from the blog, you've probably already seen the links, but there'll be... <laughs> all on there as well too well this thank you so much fun. for having me I oh, thank you for coming i it's such an honor to be able to like do these shows and have such amazing people come on oh, and like God. chat with it's like this doesn't feel like work <laughs> no i know right this is the abundant life yes this like oh what do you have to do today vix well i have to have a conversation about decks and manifesting <laughs> with my friend emma yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. so tough right now I know.
Well, no, and I, I truly think that's it, is recognizing that what you're already doing is living the abundant life. Yeah. 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 Amen to that. Okay, thank you so much for being here, Emma, and thank you everyone for listening. Um, if you are looking for me, you can find me on newagehipster.co. Um, if you would, if you enjoy these chats, please do leave a review on iTunes. I think this is the thing that you're supposed to say at the end of the podcast because um, I've got one review at the moment, which is beautiful. But I'd love to have a few more so that people can find these podcasts because I think they're really great. They are amazing. I love them. Yeah. Uh, so thanks everyone for listening and sending you lots of love and light. You've been listening to New Age Hipster Radio. For more good vibes and spiritual goodness, head to newagehipster.co. Thanks for listening and peace out.